Hello everyone, welcome along to tonight's episode of Championship Drill, where we are having a look at all the World Cup action while the Championship is on a break until Saturday. The game One on Saturday. game. One game, yeah. One game on Saturday, which we will talk through Saturday night on the World Cup show as well. Mm. Small bit of championship news, nothing major. Um, but some people might remember um, Aaron Danks, who took over as caretaker manager for Aston Villa for a little while, mm. is actually now leaving Villa and he's going to join up with Michael Carrick at Middlesbrough. Makes sense. Uh, as a coach. So Middlesbrough adding another member to their coaching team and a, a good coach at that who is well respected, I know, at Aston Villa. So, um, you know, good appointment, I think, for, for Middlesbrough. So we will wait and see how that one plays out when we have the championship back with us again on December 10th. There's two or three things as well I noticed for the World Cup news, just before we start. Yeah. Uh, Danny Alves will be Brazil's oldest ever captain, um, which is kind of mad, 39, 39 years old. 39 years old is kind of crazy. Um, yeah, yeah uh, kind of mad, right? To think that he's uh, still going with the Brazil national team at that age. Um, I suppose, yeah, that, that that is crazy, but fair play to him that he has kept going. Uh, also, as well, um, Roberto Martinez has resigned. Resigned as the Belgian manager after after the game today. His contract, I think, was going to be up anyway. So, yeah. Um, I think no matter, unless they won the World Cup, there's no way he was staying there. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about Belgium later on when we go to Group F. And then there's yeah, one more thing. For him. There was one more thing I didn't notice as well, which I want to bring it up because I thought it was funny. Uh, Suarez yeah. says he's not a pot, not sorry for handing the ball. Yeah, the... I mean we can go into that a little bit more um, <laughs> when we talk about tomorrow's games, yeah, which yeah. will feature Gabby Uruguay. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of funny. He was like, "I didn't miss the penalty." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know is that a good idea. We'll talk about that when we talk about the game. Whether it was a good idea to kind of royal gan up a little bit before the match or not. But... We'll uh, we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll talk about that a bit later on. But what an evening! At one point, Costa Rica and Japan were going through, and Spain and Germany were. It was the, it was the most exciting sixty seconds of the whole World Cup. <laughs> I think three minutes between Costa Rica taking the lead and Germany equalising. For that oh. three minutes, as it stood, Spain and Germany were going home, and Costa Rica and Japan were going through. It's weird because we were both watching different games. Yeah, um, keeping each other. Uh, uh, up to date with what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we might as well start with, I suppose, the one that I was having a look at, Costa Rica, Germany. Germany loads and loads of chances in this one. Navas made some great saves. Germany had a lot of shots on target. They did score four goals in the end. But 11 shots on target. They pretty much dominated the game, Germany. But Too to be days. fair, yeah, to be fair, Costa Rica gave it a right goal. And you really got to credit them after losing the opening game 7 0. They yeah. go and beat Japan and really put it up to Germany. I yeah. mean, they had a great chance when it was 2 all to make it 3 2. Yeah. Um, and it just it just didn't happen. Yeah. But again, you know, Germany scored very early on in this game. And again, they could have totally fallen apart after that. Yeah. You know, two goals I had at 58 minutes and then an own goal by Manuel Neuer. And Costa Rica 2-1 up. And we, we dared to dream for about three minutes of uh, Germany and Spain both being eliminated. The thing is, Neuer, Neuer made two blunders, if yeah. I've ever seen him. Yeah, yeah. He, he pushed out the first one. Uh, no goal for the second one. But Costa Rica had chances. Yeah. You know, they could have got something out of this game. 
they didn't in the end ultimately but Germany despite the win uh, because of what happened in the other game that we're going to talk about they still go home um, Japan's yeah. I don't know what to say about Germany they really like we talked about Spain and Germany coming into this group in terms yeah. of we didn't know what to expect from them because they're two teams in transition. They're getting rid of the older players. They're trying to bring through some of the, the young players. Yeah. Um, it's two World Cups in a row where Germany have not got out the group stages. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they tried, like we said, after the last World Cup to get away from relying on the old guard. Mm, there's a few of them. Um, there's still a few, I think, that are now going to leave or retire from international football. I'd say after this. Yeah. And uh, you gotta, you know, wonder what's going to happen, like with Germany, because they had such a, you know, they talk about Belgium's golden generation. I mean, this is a Germany team that wasn't that long ago they won the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Uh, was it 2014, eight years ago they won the World yeah, Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. To then go back to back, get knocked out in the group stages is is kind of not good. Look for Germany, and they may have to go back to drawing board a little bit. I think. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the manager. I don't know. Can he stay? Um, tough one. I don't know. I'm not sure. It is a tough one. I mean, things not going so well at Liverpool. Would you rule out Jurgen Klopp going into the Germany job? Oh, yeah, there you at go. At some stage. Um, exactly. It's a, it's a hard one. Very disappointed with Germany overall in the tournament. Um, I think especially, you know, you can't you can't say they were terrible, but they just weren't good enough. They were good in the Spain game, that they weren't good in the other two games. <laughs> no, they 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 kind of coasted a little bit in this one, and yeah, you know, they needed to win by a lot of goals to go through. Mm. Um, ultimately, they go out on goal difference. That's mm. ultimately what's after happening to them. Um, but yeah, you look at you look at Spain and the seven goals they scored against Costa Rica is essentially what put Spain through. They weren't brilliant either. No. Um, and you were watching that game, so we might as well talk about that. Japan 2, Spain 1. Yeah, the first uh, half the first half was such a domination by Spain. Um, yeah. They got a lovely little header, which he was free in the box, so no one on Murata, free header. 1-0, and, and that was early, and you're thinking, oh, no, it's going to be 3, three yeah. or 4 here. Um, but Japan kind of yeah. hold it on. And hold it on until half time. Yeah. And then they made the substitutions and it just the exact same thing that happened in the the German game. They just became a brand new team. <laughs> uh, much better, aren't they? Yeah, and then the, the goal half, they yeah. scored. The two goals they scored. Keeper should have saved the yeah. first one. Keeper should have saved the first yeah. one. And then the other yeah. goal, the other goal, I don't know how you can get I I've, we yeah, you showed me a picture of it after it after it happened, where it looks like the ball was over the line in yeah. the build up. Yeah, uh, wasn't given. Obviously, Japan win. Japan. <laughs> it's it's amazing. To think Japan are in this group. They've beaten Spain and Germany, but they lost to Costa Rica. I know, yeah. Uh, um, but Japan topped the group with the two one win. Yeah, total like you were saying, dominance from Spain the first half, and obviously you were watching this one. But I'm just looking at the stats. Japan had only eighteen percent possession. Yeah, they three won. shots on target in the second half. They, win the game. they just they just camped in their half. In the last fifteen minutes, Spain just went full on and they just couldn't score. And couldn't. It, was, it was important because it had this game ended a draw, um, it, it, it would have put uh, Japan out, I believe. Yeah, Germany would have gone ahead of them on goal difference. Yeah, so it was important for Japan to hold out, and like you said, brave, heroic defending at the end. And um, 
But it's not like Spain had loads of chances of their own, looking at yeah. the stats. Five no. shots on target. Yeah. The thing about Spain is, we I, I said this last night, you don't know what team they're going to play. They made five changes. Yeah. They made five changes. Yeah. Um, very, um, bold, very bold move, making that many. Very bold move. And we'll talk about who they have to face in the next round soon when we go into like the other group. But... Um, Spain's issue, kind of like Germany's issue in a way, is they don't seem to have a forward. Yeah, exactly. They're still they relying on Morata to put the ball in the net. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't have a, a straight up number nine. Um, and they don't have any coming through either. There's no, uh, there's no one that yeah. I. No, it's, uh, it's, it's like you said, they've got all these great young wide players. And creative players and yeah, creative players and that and and both get still there. Um, they're going to have a tough time against Morocco, I think. Yeah, and Morocco were good again today. Um, I only got to see the highlights. Yeah, but they were good. Good team, play well. Um, and all that. I wonder well, I, though, was that? Um, like how good are Japan? Yeah, no, I said that to start uh, the tournament that they have a goal in them in every game. Um. If they don't, if they're going to lose, they definitely have something they could get. Um, I just, I just hope now that people uh, look at this as a great achievement for Japan rather than a controversy because they, it's a terrible, terrible thing. Um, the controversy with the goal. It is, and I think Japan deserve it because, like you said, they have their game plan and things to work. And credit Japan's manager in this group, I think. Yeah. Um, you know. Germany go out on goal difference, which is an awful way to go out, obviously. Mm. But if you're saying how bad Germany have been in this one, Spain are equally bad because Spain are only there on goal difference ahead of them. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's two teams that are have been so great for so long, but they're starting to, you know, Spain That's... might be a little further down the line in terms of rebuilding than Germany are. Yeah. But uh, both teams have an awful lot of work to do before the next European Championships even come around. Yeah, exactly. Before we move on to the next game, I think this was yep. probably the most exciting night we've had so far. Unbelievable. Because uh, like we said, those three minutes were just the best three minutes ever of the World Cup. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just just for a, a fleeting moment, it was like, surely not. Surely yeah. Spain and Germany aren't going out the same night. And Belgium as well, which was and Belgium as well earlier in the day. It was yeah, like no way are Costa Rica gonna make it. I'm just and you know what? It was it was one of those where you know if they could have held on for ten minutes after taking the lead, yeah. Then you'd I'm have been look, like oh, they have a chance, I'm, but I'm just looking at another angle of the overhead of the ball out of the play. Yeah, uh, I just sent it to you there. Just have a look and see. There, I think I honestly think that ball is out of play, like. I can't. It's so hard to know because if it even a millimeter of it is touching the line, it's in play. That's I'm like it's that very there, hard to know, isn't it? It it could pass. Like I could see how they have to say that's still in play if it wasn't given on the pitch. Yeah. Like looking at that overhead angle. Yeah. Um, and people can probably look it up online. I imagine. Yeah. It's um, on, on I think it's one of those that if. If the linesman doesn't give it, or the referee doesn't give it, whichever one of them, I don't think there's enough evidence there to say it was definitely over the line. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those where, because it was ruled a goal on the pitch, it was going to be very hard to overturn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I think had it been the other, had the linesman put up his flag and said it had gone wide, I don't think VAR would have changed it to a goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't think there's clear and obvious mistake there. I think it's that tight. Yeah. Like it might just just be touching the line. And obviously Hawkeye only works in the goal. Yeah. It doesn't work for balls that are crossing the sideline. Yeah. Now I I don't see how there couldn't be some sort of technology, some sort of, you know, whether it be some sort of invisible laser coming out of the post or something that's right on the back of the white line that knows if the ball passes past it completely. Yeah. Like if it, if it goes, say, breaks the beam of the laser and then goes beyond the laser so the laser is straight again, then we know it went, the ball's gone wide. Now, obviously, maybe that might be a great solution because maybe a player sticks their leg in the same spot and yeah, yeah, yeah. It also seems then like the ball has gone wide or something, but surely there's some sort of a system where mm. they can uh, decide if a ball has gone wide or not. Yeah, you think so. And they may have to look into it after this one, like you said, because essentially it's what knocked Germany out of the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. That That's the thing is with Germany now, when they can't reappeal it because the game's over. <laughs> you can't appeal it, but they can be upset about it. But at the same time, they've only got themselves to blame. Yeah, they do. To be fair, you know, and Japan, Japan deserved deserved to go through because of how well they played against Spain and Germany in terms of defending and yeah. catching them on the break when they could, taking yeah. their chances. And I think Japan will be. Uh, I think it's a it's it's a great way for them to bounce back because having beaten Germany, like if they'd have even gotten the win over Costa Rica, which they probably should have, then this game against Spain wouldn't have meant so much. They wouldn't have had to win it. So there must have been massive disappointment with how Costa Rica's game when they play Costa Rica, mm-hmm. uh, that they threw that one away and lost one nil. Um, so I think credit Japan, and I, I'm delighted they're after making it through. To be fair, yeah, same, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, I thought, like, you know, from from what I what I saw of uh, of the highlights of this one, just brilliant, brilliant defending and flicking over to it every now and then when the ball was out playing the other one. Yeah. Um, Oh, they're the, they're the hardest working team in the World Cup. Unbelievable. And Croatia aren't going to fancy them in the next one. No, not at all. So, will we move on to Group F and this afternoon's games? And I suppose the team that end up top in the group, like we said they could last night, yeah. um, ZH and Al Nassari with the goals for Morocco, um, an own goal then gave Canada their second goal of the World Cup. Mm. Um. 1986 uh, was the last time Morocco made it to the last 16 yeah. in the 1986 World Cup, but they do it again here. Um, 46 years ago. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the first Morocco goal. No, I, I've been just little tiny bits. Yeah, um, I don't know what the goalkeeper was doing, but he's going to be really embarrassed watching it back again. Yeah. It was an absolute holer from him, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, uh, good second goal, nice control, nice finish, tune it up, and then terrible defending kind of like Canada back into the game. Was there a, a little bit. goal disallowed just before half time as well? It was going to be a tough one for Canada. I mean, it, to be honest, this wasn't a great game. No. There was very little. I think there were two shots on target and two goals. Yeah. Two shots on target, yeah, exactly. Uh, I wouldn't say either team were brilliant, but it was like Morocco knew a win they were true, so they were 
kind of nervy, trying to hang on a little bit to, you know, when they were 2-1 up. When Once it was brought back to 2-1, they kind of didn't go as adventurous again anymore because they're like, we don't want to get hit on the break because we know Canada are quick one forward. So there was just an awful lot of this kind of sideways passing and this kind of ha- trying to keep possession. And, mm-hmm. You know, Canada tried a little bit. Um, they did hit the hit the woodwork with a header, uh, but um, Alfonso Davies as well had a good opportunity. They can be White. proud, though. They can be proud in general of their display. Uh, I think people are going to enjoy watching Canada. I think in in the next World Cup because this young team are only going to be, grow and get better before the next World Cup exactly. rolls around. And uh, Morocco, like we said when we were talking about the tournament beforehand. We were like, don't, don't ruin Morocco out, yeah. of uh, out of this group. And for me, this was a group. And we said it at the start. You, it's literally pick a name of a hat who wins this group and who finishes second. Because yeah. I don't think any of these teams are that much better than the other. No, and they proved it over three games. Yeah, I mean Morocco, two wins and a draw, really, really well done. And like I said, they they did what they needed to do today to go through. And they got the win, they topped the group, and their reward for topping the group is a game against Spain. Yeah, and they fancy their chances, especially after tonight. I, I think they will. I think they will. And it's a strange one, isn't it, really? Because Ziyech, who, who's so good at Ajax, mm. hasn't really been that great at Chelsea. It's not like he's been bad. I wonder, is, it the pressure of, is there pressure on him? Maybe. But he's been unbelievable for Morocco in this tournament. He's one of the players of the tournament so he's far. He's not believable today, apparently. So, un- Unreal. Unreal. And he's, he's definitely one of the players of the tournament so far. And I'm delighted that Morocco are after making it through. Um, you know, so... It's, uh, it, it's looking good for the World Cup to kind of have a real international feel to it. Uh, like we said, one big European team in Germany already gone. And then if we move on to... What was an exciting game for in the law draw? Belgium, Croatia. Um, Belgium ultimately going out because of the nil-nil. Uh, they finished third in the last World Cup. We've mm-hmm. talked about the infighting in that. Um, Lukaku came off the bench. He obviously hasn't been fit for the tournament. I fear for Lukaku. I don't think he's going to sleep ever again. Yeah, no, I, I, did, um, get, I get, did, did get to see that chance. It was ridiculous. He had so many chances. And that he was... broke down after the match, which you never want to see. Yeah. Because he knew he was after letting the side well, down. He because... didn't, he, didn't he punch something on his way out? I saw his Yeah, something. I mean, and the one it was the one that hit his chest, literally anywhere else on it's a goal, except he chested it back to the goalkeeper who was on the ground. Yeah. He's... He, it's like he didn't expect the defender to miss it, so he wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just terrible. And that, that's been Lukaku's issue his whole career, is his first touch is awful. Mm. Um, like, if that's Gabriel Jesus, he takes a touch and fires it into the roof of the net. If that's, you know, anybody, pick pick a player, you know what I mean? Harry Kane, whoever it may be, they're not miscontrolling that. No. Exactly. Uh, so, so many missed opportunities. Uh yeah, to be fair, it's a bit like Germany, like you get what you deserve. Um, Absolutely, and Belgium didn't deserve anything. Um, like you said, Lukaku punched the dugout out from pure frustration because it must be a tough thing when you've had personally so many chances and you've missed great chances. Yeah. And yeah, it, it just wasn't good. 
Um, I think the golden, Croatia, generation, the golden generation are finished now. They're done. And and the thing is, knowing that Morocco were ahead, as they would know, uh, it was a case of, you know, had Belgium, you know, got had Belgium got the goal, um, Croatia would have been the team eliminated. So Croatia kind of did what they needed to do without doing too much. I think what sparked Croatia on though was the Canadian manager, what he said the other day. Yeah. I think ever since Croatia been much better. Yeah. yeah. I'm delighted anyway. I'm delighted for them. Yeah, I mean, Belgium were awful. There's no other way of describing really, really it. Poor. They weren't good in any of the games in this tournament. I mean, when you think about the game they won, yeah, they should have lost to Canada. One hundred percent. You know they basically stole that victory. Mm-hmm. They've been one of the poorest teams in the World Cup, and for that reason, I'm also glad that they're not there because even though Croatia haven't been brilliant, yeah, at least they try a lot harder. They've been better than Belgium, and I think the two teams who are going throughout this group are the two that deserve it. I think Morocco have been the best team in the group. And I think Croatia have been the second best team in the group. Yeah. And I, I think you, it's, it's you know, like they say, in the long season, the table doesn't lie, but it certainly doesn't in, in Group F mm-hmm. of the World Cup, where Morocco definitely deserved it. Croatia definitely deserved to be second. And it's uh, it's set up for a few tasty second-round ties, where, like we said earlier, Croatia now go on to play against Japan. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a tasty game. Japan, I think Japan take them. I really do. Like. Yeah. I, I think the sky's the limit for Japan, to be honest. It's going to be interesting as well to see what he does, really, isn't it? Because, manager, I mean, because twice he's made these changes. And twice it's worked. In the yeah. second half, twice it's worked. So, if you're him, do you think, will we go with that from the start? Or are you tempted to say, no, let's do it again at half time? <sighs> Very tough because you you don't know why like you don't know what Croatian team's going to show up. Is it going to be the one that won three one against Canada, yeah. or is it going to be the one that showed up today that was boring and then on? And the thing is, like you said, Croatia are very good at holding on to the ball. Yeah, but Japan are very good defensively. Yeah. They don't give away a lot, but yeah. like you said, they work so so hard. And Croatia are an aging team. Um. Mm. So maybe he'll hold on till the second half when he thinks maybe the Croatian players will get that bit more tired. Because even in Belgian game today, Belgium battered them for the last 10 minutes. Exactly. And just couldn't put the ball in the net. Mm. Um, so maybe it'll be a case of that again. But you've got to be careful if you try to take the game to Croatia because they are very, very good in the break and they've got very clever players. Yeah. Um, but we'll wait and see what happens there. That's going to be a cracker of a game. And then Spain Morocco. That's got the potential to be a great match as well. It's very tough. Yeah. To, both games, it wouldn't surprise me if anyone wins them. It's no, just... and I, I think the second round is a bit like that in general. It's kind of like, what, what I do know for sure is if you don't show up, you're going home because the exactly. other team are going to be up for it. I, ju- I, just hoped, I just hoped that none of these games go to penalties. That's my only hope for these. Yeah, penalties are a disaster. As much as we love watching them on TV, yeah. it's a disaster for the players. Yeah, exactly. It's not good. Um, but yeah, it's so, a very exciting day today. Very exciting day. Germany and Belgium gone are kind of the headlines. Uh, Japan top one group, Morocco top the other group. 
and I don't think too many people realistically going into the tournament would have seen it that way. No. I'm not saying people wouldn't have thought Japan would go through, and that no. people didn't think Morocco would go through. We no. thought Morocco might go through. Yeah. In fact, I think we both said Morocco would go through. Yeah, we did actually. Yeah. Um, but I don't think people had Japan and Morocco winning the groups. Um, but there you go. That's what happened, and deservedly so in both cases. And I'm just looking forward now to those second round games. It also throws the World Cup draw that little bit open because now Spain are in the side of the draw you probably aren't expecting them to be in. Mm, exactly. You know, and uh, and and that opens up a whole world of other possibilities. So will we have a look ahead finally to tomorrow's games? And we might as well talk about the one uh, that you were on about. Yeah. In the afternoon, uh, three o'clock, Ghana play Uruguay. Um. <laughs> Payback is going to be here. I, I have a feeling Suarez might eat his words uh, on this one. Yeah, um, like he was asked about it in press conference. It's not like he just came out and said it of his own free will. Yeah, he was asked about it in a press conference. Yeah, and Uruguay have to beat Ghana, and they don't look like scoring a goal at this tournament. So, no. I, I, like, like difficult. a point potentially puts Ghana through. Yeah, it does. Probably does. It does. I mean, not a hundred percent, but it would mean South Korea would have to go out and beat Portugal by a few goals. But the problem is, Portugal announced today they're missing some load of key players. Um, yeah. So we could be another one where there's eight changes. <laughs> yeah, like there's only one goal difference between Ghana and South Korea, so you know Ghana do need to win realistically, and the off chance South Korea beat Portugal. Yeah, and it um, could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Uh, so we are going to have to wait and see what happens there I suppose a draw um, in the Ghana game does give South Korea a slim chance yeah um, Uruguay have to win yeah but the problem I said like they don't even look like scoring a goal it'd be very difficult no for them to... and I think Ghana are going to be up for up for the match up for revenge but for those who might only you know um it was it was kind of crazy for him to say that, and to I thought it was a very funny comment. To be fair, I'm I'm not Suarez's biggest fan at all. Yeah. Um. You know, I think he can be very irritating, but I yeah. thought the comment of like I wasn't the one who missed the penalty. Yeah. Um. Was 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 quite funny. To be fair. Yeah. Um. And I have no doubt Ghana are going to use that as motivation. Um, but what like... they can't do is they can't lose their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like you can't have their centre backs kicking Suarez. Yeah, because he will certainly make the most of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I mean, they can't lose I, their heads. I think think Ghana Uruguay will be the better game. Um, yeah, I think so. I I can't I can't imagine. I'm sure the Ghanaian manager is going to go out there and he's going to say to them, "Look, forget about what happened before. Forget about the fact that it's Uruguay. Just go play our game and get the result we need. Don't yeah. get involved in any silliness." Because I have a feeling Uruguay are going to try some silliness. They're going to try and wind them up. They're going to try and get a player sent off or something like that. Um, and I think Ghana just have to keep cool heads and I think Ghana yeah. can beat them. I think Ghana deserve to be go through as well. I think Uruguay. I think they do. I think I think Ghana were very unlucky against Portugal. Really unlucky against Portugal, yeah. in fact, because yeah. uh, you know there was a few pretty iffy refereeing decisions. It has to be said, Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think Ghana will take Uruguay. I think it has the potential to be a good match because I think it could get a bit a bit testy, all right? I think there could be a, 
Oh, it'll uh, be a few challenges for him. A lot of physical uh, physicality and fouls. Yeah, already. And so Korea, Portugal, except Portugal. Uh, oh, we're missing three or four anyway, for sure, because Ronaldo is out, I think. Yeah, missing three or four players. So Korea really down after losing the last or after um, the last day. Yeah. Um, the thing is, Son's the kind of player that could play a great game out of nowhere. He is, he is, but it's 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 it was so tough on them. Yeah. Uh, the last day. So we'll we'll see what happens when they play Portugal. So they have to win, so they're gonna have to go for it. Yeah. Um and dangerous game against Portugal because they're so technically gifted that if you leave spaces at the back, they're gonna exploit you. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I I can see, you know, Portugal and Ghana ultimately doing enough to go through tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but if this World Cup has taught us anything, it's just expect the unexpected. Yeah, exactly. You know, South Korea winning four 0 would be off off the wall, but I wouldn't put it past. I, I know what you Let's mean. Let's get a mad result tomorrow because they've been mad results today. Yeah. Um, I just said that 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 those three minutes where Costa Rica had the lead, they're still still getting to me. Um. Then in Group G, we have Cameroon against Brazil. Uh, Cameroon have to win that one. A draw is no good for them, so they're going to have to go for it. And then we've got Switzerland, Serbia, where a point will probably be enough for Switzerland, and um, unless Cameroon beat Brazil, of course. This is again going um, to be a thing where how many changes are Brazil going to make? That's it. That's it. But the one thing I will say about Brazil is more than any other nation, I think, in a lot of ways, probably not more than any other nation, but certainly as much as any other nation. When you're a young kid growing up in Brazil. Your dream isn't like it would be for maybe Irish kids growing up. It might be to play for whether it's their hometown team, a Cork City, a Shamrock Rovers, whatever. Or it might be a case of like, you know, winning the league with a Man United, winning the league with a Liverpool. Yeah. It's see that. For Brazil, when you're a kid growing up, it's wanting to play in the World Cup. Yeah. That That's your dream. Yeah. And it's so important to Brazilian players, the World Cup, mm. that I think even if you're bringing in their reserve players, they're going to be so up for it. Yeah, um, but the thing is, well, I think, think what is well, they're the most pressured nation, aren't they? Like, well, they're expected to win every World yeah, Cup yeah, they're exactly. in. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that is a lot of pressure. Yeah. But they do have the ability to do it. And it's going to be interesting, like, say, what, what team do they put out? Are they going to start the likes of Martinelli uh, and Jesus? Are they going to, like, leave Fred in there? Are they going to, like, maybe give Casemiro a bit of a rest? Yeah, I mean, I think maybe something like Ederson might play in goal instead of Allison just to right. get yeah. him into yeah. it. Yeah, you yeah. know, those kind of ch- but I mean, is that really you know, going from Allison to Ederson is really that much of a change? Exactly, you know, probably two of the best goalkeepers in the world with the ball at their feet. Yeah. No, but uh, I think any three of these teams could finish second. Cameroon, sorry. They could. Yeah. They could. Um, it's a tough one to call. It really is. I think Switzerland are probably the favourites out of the three. Yeah. Um, a draw would do them, I think. do that. Or maybe no other goal. Probably would, unless Cameroon beat Brazil. But I don't know, can Cameroon beat Brazil? I mean, they can beat Brazil. But I, I don't. I think Brazil are going to want to win that one. I think Brazil are going to want to win all three group games and just keep their momentum. I can't see Brazil doing a France. I can't see them making nine changes to the team. 
exactly. I can see them making four, maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Possibly. Resting, like I said, maybe they rest Casemiro. You know, maybe they do something like that. Maybe they put Jesus in just to, from the start, just to maybe see can they get him a goal in case they need him in the, the later rounds. Maybe they put Martinelli in to give one of the white players a rest. Yeah. You know, maybe they do that kind of a thing to just rest some of the the other players. But yeah. I can't see them making nine, ten changes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I think Switzerland probably go through tomorrow, but I you don't. Serbia have a great front three. You don't count them out either. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a victory for them over Switzerland and Cameroon losing to Brazil means Serbia, who are currently bottom of the table, would actually go through. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think I, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure in that Switzerland-Serbia game. I think Switzerland are very, very good. They're better than I think people give them credit for sometimes. And one thing they're good at is they're good at controlling possession, good at controlling the ball, um, as they, they did in the Cameroon game once they went to goal up. Yeah. Uh, but Serbia... You know, Vlavic, Mitrovic, Tadic. I mean, any of those three can do something out of nowhere. Oh yeah, that's exactly it. So it's it's Hard gonna be interesting. Call. Who do you who do you see going through there with Brazil? If you had to, if you had to have a a guess. Do you know what I think? Serbia. Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Switzerland, but it really wouldn't surprise me because I think Serbia have goals in them. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think Switzerland have that many goals in them. No, especially because like Serbia got three against Cameroon. Yeah. Um, so watch it now, eight nil Switzerland. Almost yeah, like yeah, I thought, yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't listen to our show regularly, I will say we disagree on Serbia and Switzerland. So you know you'll be all right there. But if anyone listens regularly, often at times either me or Phil will get something absolutely right. Yeah. But if we both agree on something, that's Almost a 100% guarantee it won't happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, Switzerland and Serbia fans can rest easy knowing that we've gone for different teams. Because if we both said Switzerland, it's a guarantee Serbia will be the ones that go through. <laughs> um, but there you go. So will we leave it there, Phil, and pick up tomorrow with the last of the group games and then getting ready for the second round matches already? Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Good stuff. Thanks everyone for listening and sticking with us. And uh, we'll be back with you again tomorrow evening after we find out who's what the prizes we have. Cameroon eight, Brazil nil. <laughs> yeah. Cheers.